Good evening and welcome to another Spoopy Time podcast. And here we go. Strap in, lads. This one's going to be fun. We have a very um, studious <laughs> and serious discussion on the uh, Alamals and the Alamal question. And, uh, hey, look, it's some Lamals. And why is it that they want us to take us to their dealer? Or the other way around. <laughs> we are going to delve into these mysteries and more, aren't we? It is a question that many person asks. Why do they want us to take us to your dealer? Uh, Hobbit, do you want to... Because um, I'm just sorting some shit out. Do you just want to give, give us the the runners and riders, do the 10 alien species bit? All right. So these are the 10, the 10 species we'll be covering. So... And at number 10, you know them, you love them. Well, actually, no, you don't. They're greys. The greys come from a star system known as Zeta Reticuli, which is a star system located somewhere in the southern celestial hemisphere. Da, 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 da. I suppose <laughs> I can correct. The greys have the greatest tendency to be involved in abductions because they like to stockpile humans. They think of Earth the way you'd think of a chicken farm, just bringing genetic material. They can't wait to... Hang on. When I think of a chicken farm, I'm thinking that's the place where I get chickens from, which then can be, you know, cooked and, and eaten. I don't think of like, oh, yeah, I'll get some good genetic material from that chicken farm. And uh, uh, coming in at number nine, it's not the greys, it's the Sasani, the hybrids particularly common across the cosmos. And they're believed to be uh, one of the alien races of contact with Earth. Now, for the viewers at home that can't see this, imagine a grey but with bigger eyes, and it also got a nose, whereas greys don't... Well, actually, this depiction shows greys with a nose. Uh, all right. The Sasani hybrid that was developed for grey humans. Uh, number eight, Arcturians. Arcturians, now, what I'm looking at here looks like some sort of uh, Swiss musical thing, you know, that where they do the weird dances in the particle accelerator or the tunnels. It's uh, basically a bunch of people. Hold on one, se hold on one sec. I'll put the, uh, I'll put the runners, runners and riders up in a sec. Hold on. Mm. Right, so who are we, who are we at? Uh, we're at number eight, the Arcturians. Uh, so Arcturians. Of all the species known believed to inhabit the Milky Way, the Arcturians are the most ancient and the wisest. They're said to be one of the alien races in contact with Earth. If Yoda, and they like came any, if Yoda came from any one of the own species on the list, it would probably be this one. Okay, the, the Arcturians look like they like a show tune, don't they? Well, that's what I'm saying. It looks like some sort of Swiss musical where they're like celebrating the opening of a tunnel or, uh, uh, or celebrating the opening of something <laughs> satanic. I got that something. reference. I got that reference. Good. I'm glad somebody <laughs> did. Right. So next up, number six. Hey, it's just a regular so the, tunnel. Move along here. Yep. <laughs> nothing happening here at all. Gotard tunnel. Number seven, the uh, what looks like fetal alcohol syndrome Nordics. They're, they're from Sweden. <laughs> I'm from Sweden. I'm an alien from Sweden. The Nordics look like Norse gods, blonde with brilliant blue eyes. My Norse gods if the they'd had been in some sort of printing press accident. <laughs> Right, so the photograph they got here is clearly just like some sort of woman with severe fetal alcohol syndrome and black eyes. It's like, 
Those are very heavily diluted. Diluted. Dilated pupils. Diluted. Yeah. Stashy's here because he's causing the alien interference. E- evening. Evening. Oh, sorry. Evening, uh, Clown X. Ah, that's, that's where I'm hearing the... Uh, yeah. yeah. This, that's the alien feedback. The aliens are talking to us through, through Clown well, X. In which case, Clown X will will be able to tell us, like you know, he's live from the Pleiadian star cluster, and then number six on the list, the Pleiadians come from, oh, yeah. like, yep, they come from a bright, bright, bright star cluster known as Pleiades, and they oh, are do one they? Of the oh, so is that yeah. why they're called Pleiadians? <laughs> no, they just that's a coincidence, um, and they are one of the beings in the Milky Way, Milky Way. right? Milky oh, Way. That closely, that closely resemble humans, but the picture they got of them is like some wispy, ethereal-looking thing, which doesn't look. Well, I thought they were like really. humans. Mm. You know, the one type of human. That's not that one. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. So, Spoilers. A, a, a major, a major difference between us and them is that they're particularly sensitive to psychic stuff. So. Right. Just they're particularly sensitive to physic energies, I bet. Oh, physic? Yeah, I yeah, physic energies. Yeah. Not psychic. Yeah, so we could harness the physic energy. All our problems could so, be solved, right? The best way of reaching out to be concentrating and sending out are some physic messages. <laughs> Put it simply, rewind me up with a pleiadium for a cup of tea or a few brews. Just sit down and meditate on it. Whether they chose to show up not depends on how much they're feeling or psychic energy. Uh, Physic energy. Like, get your interstellar butt over here now. Unlikely to work out well for you. Okay. I sp- what if you ask them, like, why are you called the Pleiadians then? Has it got anything to do with the Pleiadian star cluster? Are they kind of like the, the, the interstellar uh, package delivery? Never there, never there when you need them, but they're always there when you want them. That's, oh, I don't know. Um, so there's. Number five, it's not the greys. It's called the Ya-Yao, and they're completely different. I found out they're also called something else. Um, the Yayos? Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the something that begins with S. All right. Uh, oh, there's been a lot of talk about which race will be first officially disclosed their presence to Earthlings. The one that alien A lot of experts. talk. Have you not been a part of this lot of talk, I bet? I, I must admit, I, I must. I'm out of the loop. I didn't realise that all these aliens, which look like greys, are in fact not greys, but yeah. different things. So uh, that just goes to show my, my alien racism. Yeah, you're an alien racist. Well, I, I, they all look the same to me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the uh, anyway, they're they're in contact with the Earth. They've been told to one of the best beings to make contact with us due to their advanced and harmonious relationship with technology. Something that we here on Earth have little trouble balancing out. Whenever a new invention comes about, we weaponize it first, feed the hungry second. Whoa, citation needed there. The Yayel know we're not the friendliest beings out there, so they t- Says who? Whoever well, says that? An awful lot of racism. I- They're just participating in their lives, aren't they? Whoever saying this is being human racist, and I'm going to fight them. <laughs> so number four, uh, there's some Elamals is yeah. the Anunnaki. You know, yeah. they're, they're not just like demons that are here on Earth and sent to the underworld below. Um, no, no, they come from no. Nibiru. 
Oh, yes, that's right. Planet X, a.k.a. Nibiru, an almost mythical planet that some scientists believe rotates around our sun on a very wide elliptical... Elliptical. Elliptical. No, it says elliptical. Elliptical orbit. It take so it's not an elliptical orbit because that would be like you know, um, it's it's a elliptical, elliptical. No, it's no. for the ecclesiastical. The reason I'm struggling to pronounce this word is I've never seen it before. It's elliptical. It's e double l i p ellip, and then it's tickle elliptical. Elliptical. I'm pretty sure that's spelled right, Hobbit. That's that's spelled right, Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, it doesn't look right to me. (laughs) Well, do you think it should be one L then? (laughs) No, I'm actually. You know what? Now that's the weird thing about aliens is they get you questioning how is the English language written. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, that's spelled correctly. Sorry, no real. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you You don't say sorry. They'll travel sixty-three billion miles to come and Mm. like correct you on your spelling if you don't do it. Mm. Mm. This crazy yeah. elliptical orbit is what makes its presence so hard to prove. However, the presence of the Anunnaki has been noted down in texts that date back to Mesopotamian cultures, mm. the Babylonians, Sumer, yeah. and Akkad. They are believed to be one of the alien races in contact with Earth. On Nibiru's last brush with the planets of the inner solar system, it crashed into another rock, and the resulting collision created a planet that we now call Earth. While their planet was how here, big, few... how big is the beer? <laughs> the chunk fell off. I don't and know. That's a... While their planet was here, few of the Anunnaki hopped off for of their world and onto us in search of a yellow element they covet called gold. Is that how it happens when you're when you're when something smashes into your into your planet? You just hop off onto another bit. Is it just like um? Well, like when they Super say Mario? smash. What they really mean to say is like when a bus goes into a bus stop, it's like you just <laughs> the, the bus stops and then you, you hop off and you, you get some of the yellow element, which the Anunnaki call gold. It's yellow. like a galactic game of snooker, right? <laughs> Have you ever wondered why gold is so valuable? Is it because the Anunnaki? Shiny. Mm. <laughs> it, it says it's shiny, but it doesn't do anything useful. It heals the sick or produce energy. Well, citation needed on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, if you hand a load of gold over to a doctor, he will heal you. Yeah. yeah but... <laughs> and if you hand some gold to you, to your energy producer, they will give you electricity. So, uh, <laughs> citation oh, needed a lot. Yeah, but also monoatomic gold was used as an arthritis treatment. Yeah, and... but come on, like an advanced alien race that yeah, can travel like that, through space. But apart from hasn't, that, what hasn't heard of Jerkoff crystals? Come on. And yeah, so apart from that and the white gold, which <laughs> is like, um, it's this substance which is bio, it, it can be easily absorbed biologically and it's de- described as a panacea. And uh, and also, like, gold makes a very good covering for uh, windows for aircraft and space vehicles because it stops dangerous ultraviolet getting in. Well, I think, it, I and think also, isn't, isn't that, isn't that because they just have a massive budget to piss, piss away? That's why they put loads of gold on it. Yeah, but then you could use rhodium, which is even more expensive than gold. <laughs> oh, so why what? is it they're using gold in, instead of like platinum or rhodium? Because gold has got advantages which these arms don't have. But anyway, um, so the reason gold is so valuable uh, is because the Anunnaki desire it. And while they were here, they enlisted us as their workforce to mine it for them. 
Our, ent our entire existence is based on working our socks off every day so alien overlords can have their fix of gold and other precious metals. Right. So, and right, do you know why they want the gold hobbit? Because, because they're aliens, and that's no, it. No. The story goes that they need it for their atmosphere to stop it decaying. Oh, well, yeah, I've, I've heard that. But yeah. yeah, supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly, I'll, somehow, if you if you aerosolize gold in your atmosphere, it, it, it you know, protects it from. I'll carry on with the rest of this. UV so rays. There's, there's only three <laughs> items to do here, but briefly, that the, the um, yeah. Black Sea is like a, a, a strip mine. It, it looks like a strip mine if you look at the contours. So number three, Alpha Draconians. The Anunnaki was one of the alien race in contact. Yeah, you said that before. They were not the first race involved in the racket mining minerals on our little blue planet. Fallen came Alpha Draconian, standing up to 22 feet tall. These badass beings are made up They've of pure muscle. They've got badasses, what, they fart a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, they're badasses. They're made of pure muscle, so they haven't got any bones or eyes or sinews. It's Do you just even lift, bro? Do you even lift, bro? They don't have bones. Well, yeah, so they, they, that's what it says. It says they're made of pure muscle. That's it. All yeah, muscle. pure yeah. muscle. That's no it. cartilage, just, nothing. No, just muscle. No blood vessels. No, no <laughs> arses. What? Well, maybe they're giant Maximuses, <laughs> and they resemble dinosaurs or dragons. You know, take your pick. As there you, you go. Imagine, yeah, they resemble dinosaurs <laughs> or dragons. As you can imagine, they were very unhappy when the Anunnaki showed up and took over. Why? However, they are still active on our planet with puppets. Is this racism. In Is this racism going on here? <laughs> it's also like this, they're making a lot of assumptions. Like, why why are they annoyed when the Anunnaki came? They're still active on our planet with puppets placed in the high echelons of government as they buy their time and attempt to take over once again. Is this an anti Semitic um, canard? Because I'm not liking the sound of this. It, it does sound a bit like that. Reptilians. Before the Anunnaki stopped by and genetically engineered a bipedal workforce to dig up dirt for them, there was a race of intelligent beings who lived here. And this is thought to be one of the alien races in contact with Earth. When, why does it all start in contact with Earth? We know them as the Reptilians, Scalians standing about the size of a human being. They were driven underground by the Anunnaki. So they're why Reptilian? Is that why they're called Reptilians? They're scaling. Why is is human being hi highlighted? Uh, th that's a hyperlink. Citation needed for human being. But anyway, <laughs> the reptilians were driven underground is by it... the Anunnaki. Oh, top, where... top ten fictional humanoids found in literature. That's where that leads oh, to. Okay, <laughs> where they said to still reside today in a network of complex underground tunnels or deep underground military bases. Mm. Those that are open-minded and curious may be able to find these tunnels and pop in for a visit. Yeah, but considering sure. that we're the reason they can't come up for a breath of fresh air, it's likely they'll skin you alive and leave your skeleton on a stick. Hang outside of the entrance as a warning. What? That's not going to cause further investigation. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, yeah, it's exactly, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Just, uh... And at number one of this. No, list no, you haven't that... finished it off. Uh, hanging outside the no. entrance as a warning to any of the scale list punks who decide to invite them to. <laughs> You've been warned. <laughs> right. And, and number, number one, I, I, I'm trying Penis not monsters. to. I'm trying not to be <laughs> cynical here, but <laughs> not monsters. Like, Can they be nobos, the, not nomo? The, the nobos, also <laughs> known as nom nomos. Some alien species choose to interact with certain tribes enough that they just happen to get along with better. 
Yeah, that's anti-Semitic. The Scandinavians <laughs> had the Nordics and the Dogons, a tribe indigenous to the Mali and North Africa, had the Nomos. So who were in contact with the... Um... So, so are they saying in this that the, that the Norse myths are actually Nordic aliens? Is that what they're saying? Who look like they got fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah. But explain a lot, you know, why... Uh... Uh, Odin made uh, Loki fuck a horse, right? A spider Whoa. horse. Why you also drank jizz? Oh, slept. Yeah, <laughs> yeah drank jizz. <laughs> well, that's very important to uh, Norse mythology, and you have to be. Yeah, maybe that's just an alien custom of like fucking each other. Maybe, maybe they don't have like. Maybe it's like shaking hands for aliens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They suck each other. <laughs> so, what so? <laughs> The alien appearance <laughs> shaking hands is having sex with an eight-legged horse. Yeah. No, no, it's not sexual, Robert. It's just sucking a phallus. But I thought that was so that Odin could shag his son Loki, but get away with it because shagging the horse isn't as bad as shagging your own flesh and blood because you didn't know an eight-legged horse was actually your son in disguise, even though you did know you were just pretending you didn't know. Because, anyway, the Dogons <laughs> knew centuries before modern science caught up that Sirius is actually made up of three stars, and they even knew how long it took for Sirius B to go around Sirius A. <laughs> Considering they were millennia away from inventing devices powerful enough to see Sirius close up, it makes sense they had visitors from that section of the galaxy who told them about it. All right, so there we go. Just to, now we got a top off of this list, just to remind yourself. Normos, Reptilians, Alpha Draconians, the Anunnaki, the Yagyal, whatever they are, Pleiadians, the Nordics, Arcturians, the Sasani, and Greys. There you are. Right, so, oh. I was going to start with the... Do anyway, carry on, Hobbit. Well, no, I'm yeah. going to have a drink now. I need uh, the Dogon are an ethnic group living in the <laughs> central plateau region of Mali in West Africa, south of the Niger Bend. Let's not pronounce that incorrectly. Uh, near the city of Bandigara and Burkina Faso. The population oh, numbers Burkina between 400,000. Burkina Faso. Uh, Burkina the population Faso. numbers between 400,000 and 800,000. They speak the Dogon languages, surprisingly, which are considered to constitute an independent branch of the Niger Congo language family. Uh, oh, they're in the serious mystery book, right? The Dogon. Yeah, yeah this is what I'm going to talk about first. Blah, oh, blah, 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 blah. Um, we get my picture of the live picture of the gray from 1940 in there. Sorry, clown oh, yeah. What the uh, the the Santilli film? Yeah, oh, I suppose we ought to talk about the Santilli film at some point because I watched a bit of a documentary about that. And I can't oh, yeah, <clears throat> uh, so Dogon, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so here's Nomos. What they look a bit like fish. So there's what a Nomo archetype looks like. It looks like a fish with wobbly arms. You see that, Hobbit? Uh, do I need to do a screen share? Screen share. Uh, there you go. So there you go. Now you can see what the Nomo archetype looks like. It looks like a fish with wobbly arms holding a little fish. <laughs> holding a baby fish there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, right. So... The religious beliefs of the Dogon are enormously complex and knowledge of them varies greatly within Dogon society. Dogon religion is... You know, you know, they don't have to say Dogon all the time, do they? It's defined primarily through worship of the ancestors and the spirits who they encountered 
as they slowly migrated from their obscure ancestral homelands to the Bandiga Bandigara Cliffs. They are called the Nomo. Uh, so, uh, so the uh, Nomos is derived from a Dogon word, means make one drink. The Nomos are usually described as amphibi- amphibious, hermaphroditic, fish-like creatures. To be fair, they do look like a man that's got in a bad, bad merman costume. And I don't get what's hermaphroditic about a big beard. What What is that picture what's in the under middle? under the beard? It's just... what's under the bed, Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> what's it? What is that picture about? They've got like, they've they've got it's two blokes holding up cards, and and they've got a handbag. And... No, mate, they're playing they're playing Yu Gi Oh, mate. That's you not remember her fucking Heart of the Cards? That's it. So it's like, the woman with no the... legs laying on the thing. Is she is she a, 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 a the ref? I, I I don't know what she is, but is she refing the Yu Gi Oh game? Is she... <laughs> so folk art depictions of the Nomo show a creature with humanoid upper torsos legs feet and fish like a lower torso and tail the Nomos are also referred to as masters of the water mermaids. monitors it's just fucking mermaids from space well they're him maids aren't they mer, mer, <laughs> mer, mer, mermen aren't they mermen there's no male word for maid is there merbutlers um... The dreaded mermen of Dogon. The butlers of Dogon. Niall, one of my favourite songs by Niall is called The Fourth Hour of Dagon. Yeah. <laughs> That's Dagon, Hobbit. Dagon, yep. The, the fish people. That's Dogon. Oh. Dagon. Is Dagon the, the Lovecraft creature or is that Dogon as well? Lovecraft, yes. Is Lovecraft Dagon or Dogon? Dagon from the Bible. Oh, Dagon. I was going to say, Dagon's also like um, a fish god, and the Pope has a Dagon fish hat. Well, so do these dudes here in this picture. You see it, Hobbit? What, the Dogons? Yeah, Yeah. look, there's a picture of the Dogons. Worship the rat god. We're we're everywhere. We're everywhere. Oh, really? I I thought the Dogons (laughs) were... uh, is is the Nomo people? Are they like fish people or aquatic? Well, it doesn't mention whether they're a aquatic or not. Uh, mm. So the Nomo allegedly, allegedly, you know, it's, it, the case is still ongoing, so you can only say allegedly. Uh, the, allegedly. The, Nomo, <laughs> the Nomo allegedly descended from the sky in a vessel accompanied accompanied by fire and thunder. After arriving, the Nomos created a reservoir of water and subsequently dove into the water. The Dogon legends state that Nomos required a watery environment in which to live. According to the myth related to Grail and Dietalen, the Nomo divided his body among men to feed them. That's why it's also said that as the universe had drunk of his... Basically, they read the Bible and got it wrong. The Nomo also made men drink. He gave all his life principles to human beings. The Nomo was crucified on a tree but was resurrected and returned to his home world. Dogon legend has it that he will return in the future to revisit Earth in human form. Uh, that okay. sounds rather familiar to something else that happened. Well, mm. The funny thing is, whilst you're reading that, I'm, I'm on a website called crystallinks.com about the yeah. Dogon. Yeah. And uh, so I saw an image there, the normal archetype, which is like a, 
it's a fish, but it's got an interesting sort of head. It's not like any... I don't know many fish which have got a trapezoid head. Well, not only that, it's got two heads, doesn't it? Or are you talking about the Nomo archetype bit? The Nomo archetype, which looks like a fish. Yeah. A fish with um, wobbly arms. So let me see. Uh, Dogon religion is, pro is defined primarily through the worship of ancestors and the spirits whom they encounter. They slowly migrated from their obscure ancestral homelands of the Bandigara Cliffs. They were called the Nomo. The Nomo are the ancestral spirits worshipped by Dogon people of Mali. The word Nomos is derived from a Dogon word meaning to make one drink. Interdimensional the lizards got, got something. He checked it out. He said it's Ebonics, but they are gone. They're gone. Dagon. Dagon. The Nomos. Where, where did they gone? They yeah. gone back home. They gone back gone back to day home. They gone talk serious. Uh, <laughs> the Nomos, also known as Nomos, are usually described as amphibious hermaphroditic. They gone, gone to see creatures. see the pickings. They gone they gone see pickings in uh, Sirius. Well, I've seen this image before, so if I'm, I'm going to just like copy and paste it into the into the Discord, and then I'm all I'm getting this all from um, the CrystalLinks.com website. But mm. that image there, those are priests of Dagon, um, not to be confused with the Dogon, or maybe to be confused with the Dogon, because it's like those. Okay, so what I'm looking at here is. So there's a man in repose on the on the table. Maybe he's being embalmed. Maybe he's being mummified. And there's two men who have got like a, a fish suit on, or maybe they're they're fish fish men. Is that the and one either it, side of an altar with a woman laying on it? Oh, I thought that was a, and a they mummy. Got, and they got their hang handbags out. Yeah, why are they I holding handbags? They got their well, handbags the out thing. and they got their cards. It's that's like they're playing the thing, snap right? over a woman's body. <laughs> Yeah, so the handbags, if you look at pictures of astronauts, they all carry handbags, and that's their oxygen uh, supply. Because oh. apparently they don't, on the spacesuits, for whatever reason, they carry the um, their life support in a bag and not on the back. Because, is that, is that uh, their poo bag? So they don't need a poo sock? No, they wear nappies. Oh, okay. Uh, no, the, the life support is, is, they carry it in a handbag. And then... For whatever reason, in the other hands, they're carrying like a, a card. Maybe they're referees. Or maybe they're judges. Maybe they're judging how well the mummy's been embalmed. Yeah. I don't know. That woman so looks I... all right to me. She, she looks like she's got no legs. Yeah, well, so carrying on, Dogon mythology states that Nomo was the first. Are they, are they intergal intergalactic uh, traffic wardens? And she's been parked on that altar for too long. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see if the, this this paragraph explains the image we're looking at. Um, so anyway, the first living creature created by the sky god Amma, not to be confused with Anna, shortly after his creation, Nomo underwent, Nomo underwent a transformation and multiplied into four pairs of twins. One of the twins rebelled against the universal order created by Amma. To restore order to his creation, Amma sacrificed another of them Nomo progeny, whose body was dismembered and scattered throughout the world. This dispersal of body parts is seen by the Dogon as a source of well, This is like a cross between um this is like a cross between Egypt Egyptian religion and yeah. Christianity, isn't it? 
Because that sounds like, is it yeah. Osiris, the one who got Isis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isis. Isis and Osiris, yeah. Isn't Isis what Osiris became after he was put back together? No, no. Isis is uh, his wife. Oh, okay. Uh, mother of Horus. Yeah. And was it Set which um, beset yes. upon? Set yeah. was the one who, yeah. On Osiris, yeah. Yep. Isis and Osiris at the Nile. Like Darmok at Tanagra, but Isis By and Osiris. By the rivers at... of Babylon. No, by Nile. <laughs> and denial. I think denial. you're in denial. Denial. Yeah. Denial. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the Nama allegedly descended from the sky, allegedly because, you know, the, the, the jury's still out on that one, uh, on a vessel accompanied by fire and thunder. After arriving, the Nomos created a reservoir of water and subsequently dove into the water. The Dogon legends state that Nomos required a watery environment, or Nomos, Required uh, a water call it, environment call it quilt. Lives. Call it quilt would like to know what the fuck am I actually listening to? This is history. This is history, Colin. <laughs> this is a history which you are uh, about Ignorant. as privy to as we are. Yeah. Because yeah. we're trying to decipher it all. We're trying to piece together and weave coherent story from what's written down here. Yeah. So the Dogon By legend states yeah, that the Nomos require a watery environment which to live. According to the myth related to Graul and Dilitian, the Nomo divided his body among men to feed them. That is why it's also said that as the universe had drunk of his body, the Nomo also made men drink. He gave all his life principles to human beings. The Nomo was crucified on the tree, but was resurrected and returned to his homeworld. Dogon legend has it that he will return in the future and visit Earth in a human form. This sounds... Familiar, this story. Uh, yeah, it, I, I, this I'm one. I mean, sure it's, if... it's like a cross between Egypt, Egyptian um, stuff, and Christian stuff. So, how, how could this this tribe that literally? I don't think they got discovered until the 1930s, did they? But also being hung on the tree as well. It's like, well, yeah. that's Odin. Odin got hung yeah. on the tree. Yeah, but also crucified. crucified. But also he was crucified, crucified on the tree. Yeah. Mm. Um. Well, so that oh okay right because I was wondering why they mentioned the name Griel and De, De La Tent. right De La Terre. so here we go the Dogon are famous for their astronomical astronomical knowledge taught through oral tradition dating back thousands of years referencing the binary star Sirius and what's not mentioned on this website is David Ike's met uh, a Dogon priest called Credo Mutwa and. Uh -huh. Cre Credo Mutwa uh, was, was a shaman. He's dead now. But he showed um, David like this stone which all the shamans used to go to and pee on. And it's got all these holes <laughs> on it. And it's like, he says, oh, countless generations have been here. And they've all I peed just, on I just like top. to think that David Icke was like, oh, look, feel this beautiful stone. And then he tells him everybody's peed on it. That, that would be like so funny if that was the way it occurred. David like, didn't actually touch the stone, but he just said, <laughs> yeah. where do those holes come from? It's like, well, that's where we peed on it. <laughs> Crito said a lot of them look like Darth Maul. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. What were the, the sort of the, the, the horns and the stuff? Yes, he was like, they, uh, they look like that uh, Darth Maul. 
<laughs> it's been so long since I listened to Credo Mutwa that I've, uh, I've forgotten a lot of what he said, but yeah. I did find it interesting, like, you know, the, some of the talismans he had. Um, so, in the latter part of the 1940s, French anthropologists Marcel Griol and Germain Ditelin, Ditelin, who had been yeah. working with the Dogon since 1931. That sounds German, though, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it could be. Uh, Probably Alsacen, rather than Builder. There, there's a bit of overlap with the French. They don't like to talk about it. Yeah. But anyway. They've been working with the Dogon since 1931, and it confirmed this theory. Their astronomical information begs the question, how did the Dogon come by this knowledge? Their oral traditions say it was given to them by the Nomo. As the story goes, in the late 1930s, four Dogon priests shared their most important secret tradition with two French anthropologists, whose names I'm not going to repeat, as they'd spent an apprenticeship of 15 years living with the tribe. These were the secret myths about the star Sirius, which is 8.6 light years from the Earth. The Dogon priest said Sirius had a companion star that was invisible to the human eye. They also stated the star moved in a 50-year elliptical orbit around Sirius, and that was small and incredibly heavy. I think this is the energy. one where there's a big diagram of it later, in, later on in it. it well, if this is the one I'm thinking of... No, this isn't uh, the one. I, I did, I, I did I, find I, another page, and I think I copied the link over, where there's a... A few action. days ago, I was reading about Sirius because they're saying how the Egyptians say it's important. That's why from the king's chamber, there's a hole and you can see Sirius outside of it. And that's like the only star that's visible from the king's chamber. Um, yeah, this is the other, argu uh, the other article. If you look at ancient origins, um, Dogon's extraordinary knowledge of the cosmos it. and the cult of Nomo, that's the better, that's the better article. The Hopi, the Hopi, I think that shows the elliptical orb, orbit, doesn't it? The egg of the world. The Hopi Indians talk about Sirius, and they talk about it being the, the blue-red star, as in when it's coming towards us, it blue shifts, and when it goes away from us, it red shifts. So when when Sirius starts moving towards us again, it will turn blue. Mm. Um, and that's Doppler shift. Assuming that any of this space stuff is real, the jury's still out on that one. Mm. Um, uh, so, here we go. Um, in initially, the anthropologists wrote off publishing information in an obscure anthropological journal because they didn't appreciate the astronomical importance of the information. What they didn't know, though, was since 1844, astronomers have suspected that Sirius A had a companion star. This was in part determined when it was observed that the path of the star wobbled. In 1862, Alvan Clark. Alvan Clark? I, right, with a name like Clark, he's English, but Alvan Clark. Oh, no, yeah, not Alan Clark. <laughs> but anyway, Al, so not Alan or uh, Clark discovered the second star making Sirius a binary star system in 1862. In the 1920s, it was determined that Sirius B, the companion of Sirius, was a white dwarf. White dwarfs are small, dense stars that burn dimly. The pull of its gravity causes Sirius's wavy movement. Sirius B is smaller than planet Earth. The Dogon name for Sirius B is Po Tolo. It means star Tolo, and smaller seed Po. Seed refers to creation, in this case, perhaps human creation. By this time, they describe the star's smallness. It is, they say, the smallest thing there is. They also claim it is the heaviest star, and it is white in colour. 
The Dogon thus attribute to Sirius B its three principal properties as white dwarf, small, heavy, and white. Right. Does somebody else want to read? Because um, uh. I think the Dogon are good. Whenever you're going to talk about aliens and stuff, then that's a good start. Yeah, I don't want to get bogged down in the Dogons because I just want to kind yep. of talk about. Um, but yeah, so and the it... Dogons extraordinary knowledge I'll talk about. This is the Master of Slanted Eyes <laughs> picture I've put up now. Can you see that, Hobbit? Uh, I'm I'm seeing um, <laughs> some very pronounced boobies which are on the shoulders. <laughs> well, that's the Master of the Slanted <laughs> Eyes. Boobs. An anthropomorphic representation, probably a Dogon ancestor figure. Is that an over-shoulder boulder holder? Yeah, it looks like one. It looks like a Madonna bra, doesn't it? Outy belly button, disgusting. Vile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so this is a Mali Dogon container. This container shows the arc of the world in which Nomo, the mythical progenitor of humanity, is supposed to have come down from the sky. What do you think to the uh, God, God is an astronaut theory, Hobbit Fraser? What are your... Oh, ask Fraser first because I've ta- I've said n- numerous times about what I think. Uh, well, with the God and astronaut, so that's implying that this is just the seed world that was, you know, we were seeded by extraterrestrials, right? Yeah. Show me the evidence is what I'd like to, you know, give me more. I, I think the story. Dogon people, I think they were plasterers, so they got their little bucket of filler, and they got the little fillet, and then they got the little <laughs> scrapers. And they just go around filling filling holes in walls. I think that's what the Dogon did. You know what? I think they, they saw a mermaid. Alec worshipping people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everyone worships the phallus because everyone's gay except the ancient Maltese people. They were like they like big butts and big tits. Have you seen the, <laughs> the Maltese uh, goddesses? Yeah, they have the well. They have the uh, reptilian statue by the Sumerians, and then the and the wonderful voluptuous women uh, that I worship with the big boobies. They like big butts, and they cannot lie. Mm. No, oh brother, other brothers can I think they lie. fought. They fought for supremacy. Yep, I I believe in uh, fucking supremacy. Oh, so I think those <laughs> I think those Dagon geezers with the with the little paint scrapers. I think they're the godfish Dagon of the Philistines. Are they? Exactly. Uh, okay. Right. So they didn't just like, you know, it's weird that this stuff, this stuff is swirling around in people that are supposed to be cut off from the world, isn't it? Mm. The the bull won one out. The bull won one out. But that was one of them in the Near East. Seriously, Snake Eyes' favorite star. They have got good, good radio channels on there. You guys seen those YouTubes where it makes you paranoid that every religion and everything comes from the cube of Saturn? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that in there. Yeah. yeah. That's your old intro, right? You called, we came. You called, we came. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's the storms below Saturn. That is scary. That's weird. The, the, the weird... The weird um, hexagon and folded up into a yeah, cube. Yeah, right? we've, d- we've done that. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. That stuff, isn't it? When you fold a cube out, you get a crucifix, and you also get a, a star of David. Yeah. So there's some suggestion that actually these are all variations on the same thing. So who are we I'm talking sure. about next? Do we want to talk, do we want to go to 
Who Visit Earth 2? Because that is a cracking website, that isn't it? Yeah. Or or do you yeah, want to talk it. about um uh yes, okay then we'll talk we'll go to we'll Who it. Visit Earth 2. Do it. This is a cracking website. This is not LARPY at all. At this all. is just spitting straight facts, isn't it? This Pure is... scientific, absolute, <laughs> you know, canon. So who we go for? Oh, we, we meant the, the Yahel or whatever they called. They're also oh, called yeah. the what's it begins with S. It's one of the ones Sh- beginning with yeah. S. Oh, Shmad. Is it Shmad? No, it's not not Shmad? you, Shmad, bro. Um, is it Slosi? <laughs> no. I, fa- oh, I found it earlier. They're, they're also known as the something. The begin- they're also... Oh, yeah, look, here, here are the alien races. The human races. Obviously, there's only one human race. According, <laughs> to, according to this extremely racist website. <laughs> Yeah, yes. The, these are these are humans. Uh, yeah, there, there's only one human race, the Caucasian race. <laughs> utter, utter it makes the mind boggle, then, doesn't it? So Dis- all you want disapprove. Is humans. Disapprove. Oh, hang on! I thought we were part of the Galactic Federation of Light and didn't recognize nope. these. No. Oh. Nope. No, we don't recognize those people anyway. <laughs> oh, I can't find that other one. Anyway, let's talk about. Let's see what who visit uh, who visit Earth two. Do you want to do Alpha Draconians or Anunnaki first? Anunnaki or go, go Alpha? Go, go Alpha. Go Alpha. The, the Alpha Chad. Alpha yeah. Dra- Draconlands or Chikar. Is that how you say it? Chikar, <laughs> That's in Babylon 5, Jakar. Is it? Yeah, Jakar, yeah. Jakar. Is it, actually? Are Wait, they dragon is people? Just... Jakar is um, a lizard a... person. He's oh, the one he? with the red eyes. Yeah. Uh, Nern, Jakar. a Nern. He's a Nern, that's it. Yeah, that's, yep. Yeah. He's a Nern. Those Nerns, we had to enslave them. Yeah. They're brutes. Just the fucking laugh when you read this out. <laughs> the centauri. Reptilian uh, beings origin, originating from the Thuban star system, or Alpha Draconis, which is 215 light years from Terra, and was formerly your pole star. <laughs> wait, what? How? Wait, pole star? Yeah. All right, so they're okay, saying, so that, saying, they're that, saying that, that, that was, Alpha right. Draconis was formerly the pole star. Okay, citation needed. Yeah, they are sapient reptoids who were dumped here by another vastly superior reptilian race, the Tiamat. The Tiamatian. Tiamat? Wasn't Tiamat a character from yeah. SG-1? Uh, well, Tiamat oh. was also in Babylonian Sumerian. mythology. Sumerian. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sumerian. Yeah, yeah the, uh, and it was... It's a real the, deity from the demonology and everything, yeah. Yeah, it was a planet that between Mars and Jupiter ah, which yes. was destroyed in a war and became the asteroid belt. Oh, we've got hold on, we... we've got an actually, Anunnaki. Actually, Anunnaki isn't even a word. It was two words, Anu and Naki, combined by Zachariah Stitching in his incorrect translations. <laughs> so, what does it actually mean then, Anu and Naki? Then, but isn't it a bit like when people say thank you and they make it one word when it's yeah. two words? Yeah. So I always suspected so, him being a disinformation agent. That bum. So the so the alpha the alpha Chad Draconians they were dropped here by the Tiamatians from another dimension, right. 
Not only from another place, <laughs> another dimension they were dropped here from. Their original homeworlds are named Locus and Talas. And the points of entry into our known universe were through interdimensional portals in the zone of Th the Thuban and Alwaid systems. They drive in hydrogen they strive in hydrogen-based ecosystems on desert planets. Alpha Draconians name themselves Chakar and are considered by their technological advancement in warfare as ma as a master reptilian rapes race ca capitalized. You also find them also named Dracos or Drax. Their bodies possess con consequent coverage in order to protect their skin from attacks. Consequent coverage? What? You know, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Alpha uh, to protect their skin from attacks. Well, the upper cast have wings allowing them to travel fast. Well, in the air, not necessarily oh, fast. <laughs> <laughs> Quite tall creatures, they are heavily built and covered in scales, or sometimes a plated hide, and in some specific set cases, a feathering. Oh, you know where I got Chakar from? It's from fucking Stargate, isn't it? It's when Daniel Jackson's like on that uh, planet with the alien thing, and he's going Chakar, Chakar, like <laughs> with the what is it? The alien thing with the with the necklace. That's it. <sighs> yeah, this I'm is sure... a Stargate fanfic. <laughs> Stargate fanfic. Whilst is this the, the Stargate? Of... I've wandered onto a Stargate fanfic site. Is that what I've done? I, whilst we're on the subject of Stargate, can I just say I really hate that episode of Stargate where they encounter these simpletons and then they're like, oh, jokes. We're, we're only pretending to be simpletons. We're actually a highly oh. advanced race and we're not going to help you in your war against oh, the Oh, those guys, the Nox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Colleague's a quilt said, I think you're confusing Stargate with evolution, lol. <laughs> no, no, it is in 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 Stargate. Right, uh, okay. It, it, it so, says oh, Anu oh, no. was the name of a god, and Naki means like pure. <laughs> so, this may be we don't know. It's always somebody's first show, right? We just have to yeah. explain what we're doing here. Yeah. We're talking about aliens, and when we're talking about aliens, we're reading from websites. And I've got to submit, some of these websites, they make me just a bit cynical and sceptical. <laughs> just a bit. I'm, so I'm sorry to be like that, you know. It's it's not a good way of being, but it's their fault, not mine. Uh, so anyway, some of them are feathered, the puffy ones, I assume. Uh, all these variations depend on their cast. It, this is a violent race, and their culture is based on war. Chica! See Terrans as a sort of... <laughs> This is so fucking larpy. Imagine calling Earth Earthlings Terrans a fucking disgrace. As a source of nourishment, trade, and slavery, so they do not particularly have patience for humans, and they are blamed for a large percentage of abductions, although it is often alleged that a wa warrior race doesn't always screams intelligence. Not my words, his. Uh, the Draconians yes, we frown upon you, humans. Screams intelligence. Doesn't always screams intelligence, I bet. Um, <laughs> the Draconians made make an exception to this rule. They are indeed very intelligent to a certain measure. So are they or aren't they? They're also experts, expert geneticists to a point. Also, to a certain point, also point? they they possess either three or five long clawed fingers. Well, is it three or five? Is we it? need to know. <laughs> three or five. Well, is it three or? Well, you know, could be three, could be five, maybe four, might even be four. Who knows? Um. <laughs> three and a half three or five long thin clawed fingers with an opposable thumb 
with talons on the ends. A large inferior jaw. I don't want to. I don't know what a large inferior jaw is. Hobbit, do you know? Do you know what a inferior jaw is? I, I really don't understand what the context of this is. <laughs> I think they're doing made-up cool talk. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, yeah. <laughs> I think clowns got it correct there. They've got holes for ears and large eyes. Their genitalia are hidden by a flap of skin. <laughs> Why isn't everyone's? Does the merchant class take that flap of skin away? Um, they, they wear very little clothing except for extra armour. Often seen with a belt. Used as an, used, used as an invisibility device. They, have, they literally have the invisible belt from Rick and Morty. Is that, oh, is, that where more, is that where Rick got it from? See, that's why you can't see 22-foot aliens yeah. when they're walking down the street. They're invisible. Yeah. They're just invisible. Yeah. <laughs> OG Snake Eyes asked, does the, um, do, isn't the Earth travelling through uh, space at 666? Um, yeah. There's, there's a whole bunch of them. Oh, so here we go. There's 33 um, 666s. <laughs> And I'll put it through here. So let's just yeah. read this out, right? This is from the Flat Earth Society. So this is good. Oh, God. This, this is unsealed. Don't use our website. Taylor Mouse. So 33. The Earth's axis, its orbital inclination around the sun is... I don't get this right. If the axial tilt is 23.4 degrees, how is that 66.4? Because 66.4 is then what you make up from a right angle. Oh, so 19 minus yeah. 23.4 is 60. Okay, yep. okay. The wouldn't, wouldn't the tilt be based on 180, though, wouldn't it? No, it's about two it, right it, angles. It, yeah, it's two okay. 90 degree angles. Yeah. So the Earth orbits the sun at 6,000... Call it as a quilt said, I'm going to have to get pissed for this. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yes. I'm, I'm halfway oh, there. I've, you're I've too, just got you're too late for that, son. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're an hour in. You're too late for that, son. <laughs> Drinking I think, I think always makes me pronounce numbers correctly. But yeah, the Earth orbits the sun at 66,600 miles per hour. The Earth's circumference is 600 times 6 times 6 nautical miles. The speed of sound is 666 knots per second. The force of gravity on Earth is 666 newtons. Really? I, I don't understand the force of gravity. That one, I, I, what is that measurement? The curvature How much gravity weighs? Well, I mean, like, I know <laughs> one kilogram is 10 newtons on Earth. The right. curvature of a square mile is 0.666 feet. In 10 miles, 66.6 feet. In 20 miles, 266.6 feet. And then it carries on. The heliocentric curvature math is based on 666. The Arctic and Antarctic circles are exactly 66.6 degrees. Astronaut Peggy Wilson spent 666 days in space. The distance to the moon is 6 times 60 times 666 miles. Is that right? Let me just... I'm going to get a calculator on that one. Let me just see if that number's correct. So 6 times 60 times 666. Oh, I've, I've done additions, not multiplication. 6 <laughs> times 60 <laughs> times 666 is 239760. Well, that's not correct because the distance from the moon is like... 254,000. But anyway, moving on. The diameter of the moon is 6 times 6 times 60 miles. Sunset is divided by 3 degrees. 6 degrees plus 6 degrees plus 6 degrees, aka civil, nautical, and astronomical twilight. 
All right. From Mercury, the sun is 666 times brighter using inverse square law. Venus is 464 degrees Celsius or 876 degrees Fahrenheit. The median of these two numbers is 666. Oh, that was, that's a bit even, of a fucking cope, that one. Even though it's irrelevant because it doesn't apply to anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know, it's yeah. like Mars is at 1.666 astronomical units from the sun at aphelion. So perihelion is furthest away, aphelion is the closest. Ceres, which is classified as a dwarf planet in the asteroid belt, has a 466.6 day synodic period. The comet Shoemaker-Levy collided with Jupiter, travelling at 6 times 6 times 6 times 1,000 kilometres per hour. Hang on, we were using miles a second, now we're going into metric. Saturn's orbital distance is 1426666422 kilometres, or 9.54 AU. The surface temperature of your anus is minus 6 times 6 times 6 degrees. The surface temperature of Neptune is also the same. Pluto's orbital velocity is 4.666 kilometers per second. NASA's budget is 18 billion, which is 6 plus 6 plus 6. Mm. The speed of light is... Um, I've got the feeling uh, they're what? stretching for some of these. Yeah, it is. Saxon's... Sa Saxons, Saturn's hexagonal pole is six-sided, a six-pointed polygon representing a cube containing six triangles. Mirror is a hex, and it's the sixth planet. <laughs> a day is 24 hours and 56 minutes, but we round it to 60 seconds, 60 minutes, and 24 hours. Two plus four in numerology is six, because Father Time and Saturn, a.k.a. Kronos, <laughs> a chronology. Is Who the has a question? He said, is all, is all of that empirical? <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, chap, there are a lot of NASA 666s, um, and you can see on the my good friend Fremont on the sound is posting. OG, OG, OG Snake Eyes has a question. The temperature of my anus? Yes. <laughs> Did you not know it's minus six times six times oh, six? Oh, he says, oh, wait, you mean Uranus? Uranus. Uranus. Which, in a thousand years from now, will be renamed Eurectum. <laughs> <laughs> Future so, Armour was a funny show. So anyway, back to the Alpha Draconians. The faces of these creatures are a mix of lizard humanoid. That, that's a one word, no space. Uh, yeah. A central ridge comes down from the top of their heads and their eyes have vertical golden iris and black pupils. Sometimes the iris, or in the entire eye, has small red splodges of blood. I mean, if these people looked into the eyes of one of these things. Uh, <laughs> they are cold-blooded and need an adequate environment as to maintain their body uh, moist and at temperature. So you've got to have a yeah, moist rept moist. reptile, haven't you? <laughs> nonetheless, their scales <laughs> nonetheless their scales protect them from moisture loss larger and thicker on their back. They're also fitted for space travel due to their their ability to hibernate. They have supernatural powers such as shape shifting, not all members, telepathy, that obviously must be because there's no brackets. Interdimensional traveling, most races can't. Uh, cloaking for high-ranking members only. To have that power, a reptilian must first be accepted in an elite group that infiltrates and has co-founded the Illuminati. Okay. Any questions about Very their specific. supernatural powers? No, but Dom Alfkick has got it right. Ur Uranus is also known as Uringpiece. Uringpiece. Uh, do we need to do any more on the... Um... So they are 
differentiated in two first types, the Terra Draconians and the Off-World Draconians. The Terra Draconians predate Terran humans. I just, I wish they'd stop using Terran. It is so cringe. Um, the Terrans. The Terrans. Are you a Terran? What's that? What's the that? Terrans. There must be a science fiction where pe- people from Earth are referred to as Terrans. Oh, Warhammer Forty K. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. OG Sokai says, if you say men are from Mars and women from Venus, you're a racist, sexist bigot. Men can from, come from Venus too, bigot. Okay. Mm. Uh, Terra Draconians predate Terran humans over hundreds of millions of years. So they're saying this, what? Rept, uh, dinosaur bones are then. Well, a dinosaur bone in your butt. Yeah. Oh, it's a good Eddie Murphy song. <laughs> like other reptilians. Yeah. So wait, how can the hollow worth theory if it's flat? It could it's be both flat and hollow. It could be cookie barrel shaped. A, a barrel of cookies. Yeah. Cool. You know, like a biscuit tin. Could be like biscuit tin shape. Or uh, uh, the Earth is uh, hero's tin shaped, isn't it? What if it's like um like a a d- disc bread like um a rustic um hob bread so like it's it's got a crust but then underneath it there's pockets yeah but anyway this is about alamals not about yeah so horror. like other reptilians they claim to have originated on terra millions of years ago a fact they used to justify their attempt to retake this planet for their own well they're not really trying that hard are they I mean, you would you would have thought you would have thought a race of uh, eighteen to twenty five foot tall dinosaurs would have you know actually got somewhere by now, wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. Uh, this is disputed. The truth being that they they found oh god they found it before anyone else and disputed its ownership with the Lyrians, the Salosi, and the Anunnaki, claiming it was theirs. Any any other new visiting race was considered by them as invasive. Because of their ability for interdimensional travel, the Galactic Federation of Worlds is is issued something you told me I need to look into, Fraser. Yes, it is, yeah. Oh, that's different to the Galactic Federation of Light. As, yes, it is. <laughs> the Galactic Federation of Worlds has tried locking the Terra Draconians into the 3TM dimensional plane. Then that should not be third. <laughs> did they, why did they put 3TM dimensional plane? <laughs> should that be third? Am I right or not? The thing is, nobody really knows. Don't. <laughs> could be we made Just it up. Just talking out your ass. We made it up. It's not real. <laughs> uh, so the th- the three TM dimensional plane, whatever that is, and also try blocking the off-world draconians to penetrate the Terran star system by an energy barrier at the outskirts of the solar system. Fucking hell, that takes some energy, wouldn't it? Shikar! Uh, well, once were one of the first species to reach insta- interstellar travel level, and they have obstructed the evolution of many cultures, preventing them from achieving the same level of technology. They also seeded many worlds with their biological offsprings, shouldn't that be offspring, and hybrids, considering themselves original rulers, original capital, capitalized original rulers of controlled oh. worlds, superior to the indigenous species they see as inferior races. 
They're also interested in harvesting Terra's resources, utilising in that aim the local populations to do the job for them. This is done by a hidden control of the mining corporations and industrial... This just sounds like an anti-Semitic canard to me. How about you, Hobbit? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to detect some sort of conspiracy for it. Next, they'll be saying that compounding interest is evil. <laughs> you are com- <laughs> confronted with a belligerent civilization that breeds from eggs boosted with hormones, quickening the birth to create strong... Borat warders of this, didn't he, the Jew eggs? <laughs> <laughs> Borat warders are the Jews that lay the eggs, didn't he? Uh, you you who- can find them in the wells? <laughs> you can... In my country, there is problem. Anyway, uh, <laughs> who can live underground and in the most remote and hostile parts of your planet? They're attempting to take over the planet in what we call the window of opportunity, quote unquote, which is the period before a federated society becomes an interplanetary and interstellar power. power and yours is now beginning to close. Well, I oh, think we all know why that's closing, but we won't talk about that on this show. Um, the problem is that we of the Galactic Federation of the Worlds cannot give you right... Is this bloke from the Galactic Federation of Worlds who wrote this website? Have they rebranded themselves? It used to be... I feel it used to be the Galactic Federation of Light, but now it's now it's not that anymore? Well, the, the Galactic Federation of Life is like splitters. Oh, I see. So I spit the... on your Galactic Federation of Light. Is it like the the Palest- or Is it the Judean People's Front and the People's Front of Judea? So yeah. now we've got Galactic Federation of Worlds, the World's Galactic Federation. <laughs> uh, the the Galactic Federation of Worlds cannot give you right now the technology of interstellar travel because you're not yet federated among yourselves as a unique, peaceful society. Well, you know, but they put it on the notice board in Alpha Centauri, didn't they, Hobbit? Unfortunately, Hitchhiker's Guide joke. Right, Re- read it again because someone else is talking in my ear. Uh, radio. All right, no, no, no. I, I said, you know, well, they so that so the the article says like you're not federated among yourselves as a unique peaceful society. I said, well, you put the notice on, notice on the board board in Alpha Centauri. Oh it, yeah, that, that's that, it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Earth's going to become a, a galactic uh, yeah. bypass and yeah. it's set to be demolished in two weeks. You know, we, we did put a notice up on your, your local board in Alpha Centauri, so... Uh... <laughs> you need to grow and mature to reach, your, reach by yourselves this liminal threshold in your evolution, and believe me, we are doing... Why is this bloke writing as if he's from the Galactic Federation? Why, 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 just why? Uh, we are doing the best in our capacities to hasten you getting there as quickly as possible. On the other side, all these invasive races, such as greys, reptilians at the moment, are working very hard to maintain this window, but op- maintain this window open by retaining advanced technology from the Terrans and entertaining confusion, yeah. conflicts, and wars. What the problem is? What? What is the problem? Well, d- well, no, I'm ju- I'm just saying, like, it sounds like keeping the window open, and you got problems with keeping windows open. What, yeah. what are you, Mister? I'm minding the pennies. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, just just imagine the day you are all finally federated as one on your home planet that you finally truly own, and able to colonize other colonize other worlds, finding solutions mm-hmm. to to the overpopulation and environmental. So we're just going to send coons to space. It sounds a bit too fed friendly. Yeah. 
Um, count, also counting the fact that Terrans possess inborn fighter nature that the fear that time when Terrans will reach interstellar travel, Terrans will become a threat to the reptilians' empire agenda, and the re reptilians do not want this to the ha we, Are we the chosen ones? Is that is that what they're saying? Yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. You were supposed to defeat the reptilians, <laughs> not join them, Madikin. Um, <laughs> their, their ships have wide range range variations, often often discoidal, but they're 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 one, but what but one there is a constant. Motherships are huge, large, rectangular vessel vessels. Language communications. Their language sounds like rolling, atonal, guttural vocalization. Hold on, this is this sounds like Islamophobia now. Growls and clicking noises, quite loud and uncomfortable to hear. Partially the reason why they're telepathic. Click, click, Dirk. Click, click, Dirk. Well, they're telepathic. This is just. I think whoever wrote this was a massive racist. I think. <laughs> the well, the warriors rarely speak, communicating with each other and their superiors non-vocally. They call themselves Kaoma, which means individual, when addressing each other. They call Terra Shan and Terrans Shanai. Shannon. Shanna. <laughs> Shannon. Gator. Gator. <laughs> um, social structure. It follows rather an insect-like cast-based structure that and a reptile social than a reptile social structure, and is compromised of three main castes: the Chikar royalty, royalty and elites, and the Chikar royalty are sealed individuals with beige sealed individuals with beige or greenish brown yep. colors and they measure about 18 to 25 to 20 well 18 to 2 space 5 feet tall uh, i think he means 18 to 25 feet tall they have curved horns a tail and wings which are flaps of skin articulated by extensions of their ribs and that can be folded tight, back tight to the body they have large golden red to blue eyes with vertical slit pupils. Because of their size, psychic ability and wings, the Chikara were mistaken as your legendary dragons. In which confusion you gave this name to their constellation and where they originate from, Draconis. They are known to have for symbol the, the, wicked, the winged serpent. The elites are usually black and brown with yellow or red striping and weigh up to 1,900 pounds, also winged. They strive on inducing fear to their subjects, preying especially on the youngest subjects for food, notably Ter Terran children to feed upon as a de delicacy. As also I mentioned as... already, Terran children, subject to intense fear, produce a substance the Chikar are particularly fond of. Some Chikar can also see across or move to other planes. They're talking about adrenochrome. Uh, this, aren't they? this just all sounds highly anti-Semitic to me, Hobbit. How about you? It also sounds like the plot to Monsters Inc., where they're like <laughs> the, the, the monsters scare the children and they power their city based on the screams of children until they figure out laughter is more powerful than screams, but they don't like it because you know it's not as fun for them. <laughs> Dumb kid. <laughs> Damien says it does sound like a LARP. Dom says, I use my plus one Jakar smiter sword. Jakar. Uh, who wants to do I, the I need Anunnaki? to start watching Bab Babylon 5 after I this. <laughs> uh, who's doing the Anunnaki then? 
Go on, Fraser. It's your time to shine. Oh, man. I don't know if I'll be coughing all over this. Uh, where is Give it? it a go. We're doing it from the... Uh, the uh, who, who visit Earth 2? Who visit Earth 2? Oh, uh, okay. Which one? Uh, which one? Who visit Anunnaki Earth 2? Yeah. Okay. Right, right. <clears throat> Read this. Okay, so uh, from the top, uh, Anunnaki. Their home world is a planet Nibiru, <coughs> in a parallel dimension. No. Uh, can I? Can uh, I just put? Can I just point out a flaw in the previous thing? They said that yeah. the only people that could travel between dimensions are the Draconians. <laughs> right. Okay. So the Anunnaki are uh, home world is in a parallel dimension. The portal they use is located in the Orion zone, so that is why they, we associate them with the space the space quadrant. They come from a double star system, and the Nibiru orbits every 4,000 years. The main star is named Imaru, and it's a small brown star hosts to many worlds. The six-planet Nibiru has two satellites and, res- and resembles to Terra in a higher density. Uh, Anunnakin <laughs> means human-like. I think resembles is probably not the right word there. Yeah, although they are reptoid, cold-blooded life form, they resemble Terrans, but slightly taller. Wait, is this is this the Peacekeepers? Are we doing Farscape now? No, no, doing? no. I think I think they're doing Prometheus. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and more muscular, no hair, white skin. It's always white skin. Um, they have a very structural society in which females play an important role in politics and power. So they're feminists, right? <laughs> they're feminists. Although the males rule above all, they re- they reproduce by oh they reproduce by eggs. Oh, I was about to say the males lay eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. This yeah. This punctuation is not that great. They are uh, they are known to be among the most uh, advanced societies regarding genetic engineering. They play a lot with genetics of conquered worlds and especially with children. Okay, trying to create oy, oy. servile <laughs> hybrids, helping their uh, purpose anywhere in the galaxy. Onanaki have been the source of spreading of great genetic biodiversity and racial confusion throughout this galaxy. For these reasons, great enemies of the Lairans, but as well as the Shakar, Shakar, uh, Draco Empire, technologically advanced and well-equipped in warfare, their name is also feared in this galactic sector. There is a legend about them, about their creation. There was a time, a very long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away in another dimension, (laughs) when conflict raged between Ashkera, Sirius B, and the Orion Empire. To resolve this fight, the male sovereign of Ashkera offered to mate with the Orion Queen and uh, predominant... uh, Oh, and their offsprings were named after the first one. Mixed of the two races, Nibiru divided from two. They later took the name Anunnaki, human-like, given by their Orion reptoids, as they looked human, but only in appearance. Their genetics was predominantly reptoid. Reptiloid. They overcame the reptilian race that was in power when they arrived on Terra and, beca- and became the new rulers, provoke- provoking, as well as other settled colonies, the reptoids that escaped went underground, and those who couldn't escape were called Iggy Iggy watchers by the Anunnaki and enslaved for 2,500 years. The Shakar, uh, 
had objected to the Anunnaki genetically modifying Terran's humanoids to become more evolved human. The Anunnaki eventually left Terra, but before they did, they genetically engineered a large group of human specimens to diminish to a diminished level of consciousness in order to have a race of slaves to mine mainly the gold and other resources for them. They used for a long time the other race the Solspicii from Zeta Reticuli and are now having ties and agreements with the Terran based reptilians to share the management of humans. These contracts Ooh, come in the large scale agreements with the Draconian and Orion empires regarding on the con- uh, regarding on the conquered worlds, their slavery, food chain, and genetic experimentations, as it has also done on any other conquered world. The Anunnaki left an elite contingent on Terra in order to control and manipulate by creating an elite human organizations, <laughs> making the Anunnaki the deep underground hidden part of the military-industrial <laughs> extraterrestrial complex. <laughs> I love that military-industrial extraterrestrial complex. That's fucking awesome, that isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they work with and against the Shikar at the same time Shikar. for the control of terror, which interestingly reveals a, <clears throat> a breach in the plan. Both work in cooperation and influence the long-term human evolution and consciousness through the systems of elite institutions, religious fundamentalism, patriarchal domination, and a cult of greed and violence. But they are also in competition against each other for the ultimate ownership of a planet. And this is where a big breach is. The ship have a have a T-shape. Have okay. T-shape. The ships have so a T-shape. This is, That's the, it. So, so the, um, the Space People's <clears throat> Front uh, have, have left yeah. this website here for us. <laughs> Fine. <okay>. Yeah. <laughs> <Space> <laughs> or is it the People's Front of Space? I'm not sure. No. No, the people, the people's front of terror, right? Is that right? No. The terrorist people's front. The terror. Okay. Now. Why are you so stuck? Your laughter is why the aliens won't come visit us because, like, God, they're taking the piss out of us. It's yeah. not pronounced car, it's pronounced car. Yeah. It sounds like a good thing, to be honest. I mean, it's a good thing holding them at bay, right? I'm totally serious, <laughs> guys. You've got to take Are you, are you serious? You're saying, Hobbit, you'd invite a 22 foot reptile into your home that can turn no. invisible? No. Okay. Uh, hang on. If it's 20 foot tall and invisible, like Queen well, Mother might look frail, but she's actually a twenty-two feet Draco reptilian. Well, that's why her, that's why her coffin was so big. Didn't you know that, Clownex? Her coffin was so big because she got stuck in her reptilian form and she and she hadn't right. she hadn't phased well, before had, she died. I had to educate my co-host right because Hemi was like, "Oh yeah, look, there's her, there's her um, coffin, and there's four pallbearers with it. Yeah, that's massive." I'm like. Obviously, those Paul Perrys were giants. It wasn't four; it was four either side. That, that that's where I was wrong. All yeah. right, so eight Paul Perrys, which were yeah. giant Paul Bearers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, giant Paul Bearers is nothing new, uh, because they're giants. They depict them on the hieroglyphs, like you know those massive um, limestone blocks that the pyramids are made of. The the ones that are like twice the height of a human being. They got giants picking them up like the same way you and I would pick up, say, a, a sack of cement. It, they, you know, the giants were real, and I'm tired of pretending they weren't. 
Yeah, and they're also lizards with wings, and then could go invisible. That's why you can't uh, see them. Uh, but also, Ooh. they're dragons or dinosaurs. Take your pick. <laughs> just, just like everybody seems to be dick worshiping reptoids. Well, you, you know, I'm, I'm not saying they're all gay, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> they sure act gay. They might not be gay, but they they sure act it. Um... Oh, so should we do the yak yells? Yak yells. Yak yells. The yak yells. Where are they? I've got to do it from another site. Uh, the yak yells are also known as the Sasanis. So that's kind of a problem in the list because like, the Sasanis... They can and these. They ahel. say the Sasanis I mean, are, are they, are, are the are they called the Ahel or Ahel? ahel. Yak yell. I don't know. It's like Jewish. It's like fucking Yiddish, isn't it? <laughs> I think it might be Yiddish. The Yachel. Uh, the Yachel re- re- extraterrestrial oh, race are also known as the Sasani race. Uh, the Sasani. What do you think to the uh, What do you think to the Sasani waifu? Do you want a Sasani waifu? Uh, she looks a bit chinky. Yeah. Brooksy would approve of the uh, the Sasani waifu, wouldn't he? <laughs> I mean. Again, it's so uncanny valley. It's like, Not why do they have human, such big it? eyes? Yeah, it's it's the eyes. It's... All the better to see you with, Fred. Okay, go. So the ya the ya yell, the ya yell, the ya yell. Extraterrestrial race, also no, also called by the Sasani race, the Shalinya, the Shalinaya. Meaning those who will come first. So you know, you don't really want to be. Uh, you don't really, be, really want to be. If you're a woman, you don't really pull in like a Sasani male, do you? Uh, <laughs> considered to be the first civilization to make fo- formal third dimensional contact. I mean, formal did, did, third dimensional contact. Yeah. Did, did so did we contacted do... them fourth dimensionally. We just don't know about. It. <laughs> Can't perceive it. Is that what yeah. they're saying? We're too dumb to perceive it. They could be touching you right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tactical Droid says Sesame, you mean like Elmo's? Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Um, this incredible race, what do you mean incredible? It, they're, they're saying it's, <laughs> it doesn't sound credible. Um, is one of the most human resembling species in the universe. They are part of our galactic family, and very, you know, there's only one race the Sasani yeah. and Yayel's <laughs> race. <laughs> <laughs> and a human race um, resembling species is uh, they are part of our galactic family and are very similar to us in their physical appearance together with the Sasani and the Pleiadians the Yayel are a gorgeous and graceful race of hybrid beings which consider us as their creators and parents since our DNA is the primal, the primal component in their biological makeup the most notable difference what? between earth humans and the Yayel is the colour Hey, fucking racism and size of the Yael eyes. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to say, Fraser? Fucking eyes. It's those bloody eyes. Uh, being bigger and with more specific colours, which are rarely seen in humans. They look almost exactly like us, but there are other Yael hybrid civilizations that are part of their collective as well, which can be a little more different than us in appearance. Not all Yael beings share the same DNA structure. The average Yael height is five foot six tall, uh, oh, about God, one vinny. They're about one vinny. <laughs> one vinny. 
<laughs> and their life expectancy is around 300 years. They have five fingers on hands and four toes. What? Now, what? Five... That's oddly, like, odd. Oh, yeah, we've got, we got five fingers and four toes. Is that including yeah. the thumb, or...? I don't know. It just says five fingers. I assume... <laughs> I assume that includes them. We'll assume that it includes them. <laughs> they have very short hair, blonde or white, even though that one in the picture's got dark hair. Um, yeah. And remote, it is not observed. What? <laughs> they have short, very short hair, blonde or white, and remote, it is not observed. Uh, short, very short hair, that's blonde or white. And it's remote, oh, sorry, it is I not thought... observed, apparently. I thought have... we were doing the, the song. What? It lives in a house, a very big house in the country. She has very, he has very short hair, hair very, very short hair, hair in the space. In space. Yeah. Um, extra galactic charm in space. <laughs> they have little ears, thin lips, and large eyes in space. space. They've got larger pupils than Earth humans in space. <laughs> They like got fetal alcohol syndrome, yet they depict as Norse gods in aliens. Alien. You, you know, I always wondered why do they call them Alamals, but now I don't wonder anymore because <laughs> Alamal, really? <laughs> like Tactical says, do you know how hard it is evolutionary for an animal to have more fingers than toes? <laughs> 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 not if you're from Norwich. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not the Nordics, they're the Norwiches, are they? Norwich. No, no, Norwich, <laughs> Nordics, you know, semantics. <laughs> uh, they have very healthy relationship with their technologies. They don't have Snapchat. Though. Do they have a healthy relationship with their mothers and their cousin brothers? A bullet point. They have very healthy relationship with their technology. What does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> they don't... Then have porn? What? What is a healthy relationship with your technology? Their DNA makeup is composed by more than one human race, but of our Earth human DNA. Look, like fucking <laughs> shit lib. A shit lib take on these things, isn't it? Uh, DNA is the largest percentage of their genetic makeup. Oh, sorry, but our Earth human DNA is the largest largest percentage of their makeup. This is the reason why they perceive themselves as the hybrid children of Earth humans, seeing us as their parents and genetic co-creators. They are, in fact, a mix of hum- a mix of human DNA mixed with a few other unknown extraterrestrial races. The Yayel receive enormous heartfelt joy and love interacting with us, and assisting us to come back to our awareness of our unconditionally loving nature. And to recognise that we are beings and and that are connected to the infinite. In that connection, they want us to understand there are other forms of life, not only that of Yael human civilization, but other beings and civilization. And we are part of this harmonious intergalactic hippies. Then aren't they basically? Yeah, yeah. That this is it. This is what multiculturalism is all about. We need to just mix. Ourselves so that the Yael will come and like you is know. It, is this like current year us. alien? Is this yeah, like a current basically. year alien? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Do you know what gets me wondering about this? Right when they're saying like they're delighted to meet us. Well, have they ever met Danny G? And what his impression of Birmingham is? Have they ever met Vinnie Sullivan? I mean, I'm sure have they wouldn't think that. Been, they've met yeah. Vinnie Sullivan. 
You'll find him intergalactic anti-fight cunt. Have they ever met Christine Weston Chandler? Perhaps they, they should, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Yeah, perhaps they ought to, like, temper their expectations and realise Earth's not all it's cracked up Dumb to Elf be. Kicker says, sounds like a bunch of weirboo nonsense. He's <laughs> <clears throat> not wrong. Yeah. Oi, uh, okay. Tactical Droid said, these are the gayest aliens I've ever heard of. I hope they're bloody Sergei. Uh, bloody Sergei. Uh, the Yayo, the Yayo race, I mean, this is really current year. The Yayo race can vibrate in fourth and fifth dimension, Hobbit. All right. And? Yeah. Can you can you do that, Hobbit? Can you vibrate in the third dimension? Even? Uh, <laughs> I've only managed 2D vibration myself, you know. <laughs> Something about vibrators. They, they conceive and give birth to their children in the same way as Earth humans. Earth humans. Women, preg women pregnancy lasts about seven to eight months. They walk, they breathe, they eat, they sleep, and they dream together. They value life, what? one another, and they always and they nurture one another in all ways that they can they can at all times. There's only one race, the Ya the Ya Yell <laughs> race, isn't there? The, the <laughs> one race. race. <laughs> Jesus, Ugh, I'm gonna puke. Jesus Christ, these people are. See, this is this is what multiculturalism is trying to create. We're we're bringing uh, about the Ya Yell. Yeah? Uh, the Ya Yell. <laughs> <laughs> One race, the Yahweh race. Yeah, <laughs> Yahweh race. It's my way or the Yahweh. Yahweh. No <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> the Yahweh civilization originates from a distant planet. Well, it doesn't because it originates from Earth. You've just told us that. Originates from a distant planetary location and they reside if on the two Yahweh planets. So much similar to Earth. Well, if the Yahweh is so great, right? And you know you're all busy sucking their alien woody. Yeah. How come I've only just heard about them now? Yeah. Yeah. Check checkmate atheists. <laughs> the Yayo did not share the location of their planets or name them, and the only information we have is that don't, don't one dox of... my planets. <laughs> yeah, don't dox my planet. Is that one of the two planets? You... We'll get doxes on this. Uh, is that one of the two planets is located approximately four point seven three light years from Earth? The Yayo stated that inf this information will be presented to us in the near future in a timing when we'll be able to actually observe it. Yeah, but we can't even fucking get there, so what does it matter? <laughs> uh, it's just space vinnies, aren't they? It's, it's like... you, you guys don't appreciate our genius and what we're sharing with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and confirm it through observation and collaborate the statement. The statement we made them by regarding the information they give us. And that does say statesment. Um, they decided not to share their planet's names, locations, because at our current development, we won't be able to see this planet with our current technology or travel to them. We're not telling you where we live because you couldn't possibly <laughs> get there. So what, what does it matter then? It, we totally do live here, guys. No, no, we're not going to tell you what... what, what... Guys, just just believe us. You know, right? you you know, you know, you're going into a multicultural mode, and you're not Yael enough. You know, and and mm. we will be resented for. Are you even are you even Yael, bro? <laughs> even Yael, can Yael, yeah. Yael <laughs> live in the like live in harmony with their beautiful planet and all forms of life on it. They live oh, in harmony with you. each other. 
The Yael are helping us evidence? to remember how to live in harmony with Earth and one another on all levels of our existence together. You have in a, a source sense, to back up any of these claims. <laughs> in a sense, they are bringing timeless knowledge from outer space that will help us understand how to fully enjoy our living not space and timeless, our hearts but my in space. patience is timed and love finite. <laughs> they help us realise the magnificent and loving beings we actually are. As the connection they help between me realize us... realise that my credibility has limits. <laughs> <laughs> and the Yael civilization unfolds, they will share more information about their history, our history, and more information Wait, about where we come from. Oh, Hobbit, I can see why you like you are because the Yael race is far more evolved consciously than we are. They're spiritually yeah, advanced and highly telepathic. Hobbit, you yeah. just fucking jealous, you bigots. I, I am yeah, jealous. You can't vibrate I'm... in the fucking fourth dimension, Hobbit. That's your problem. I'm jealous. I'm skeptical. I'm a bigot. I'm a Nazi. <laughs> you know, I, there's there's clearly no hope for me, and that's why the Yahweh's are leaving me alone. Uh, it's easy for them to pick up on our mental callings, and many diplomats from the Yayo Collective are in, are interacting with us through a process called channeling. This is a process of tele telepathic interface between a human medium and the extraterrestrial, which allows telepathic communication and exchange of information. Oh, uh -huh. need us like you know invent a phone or something. Are you even Yayo, bro? <laughs> Get on the Yayo. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Tactical droid says, "I bet, I bet they'll not tell us where they live because they actually live on Earth in Thailand." <laughs> it's Bristol. They're from Bristol, mate. That's why. Bristol. <laughs> Hello, Sounds like Bristol. They're from Hammersmith, bro. They're from Croydon, bro, aren't they? Uh, so we've got twenty-five minutes left. Who, who are we going to do? Who do you want to do? So we just. So apparently we've well, done the I'm Yael gonna... and the Sasani. So do you want to do... Uh, the Swiss Army. I think we're going to have to do I, another I, one next week, aren't we? I I think you know, we've got enough time to talk about like some theories and speculation on this because I think a lot of what they call extraterrestrials... Well, good question. What means extraterrestrial? Because does it mean like they're from another planet in another star system... Or does it mean it's from it's from our world, but they're from part? Oh of it, no, which no, we don't no! Get I've to got see. to do the Arcturians. I've just, I've just <laughs> found a website. I've just found a found a fucking website, Hobbit. Um, I'll stick the link in here. You two have a look at this link. I've just put in the uh, I've just put in the Ada Mouse channel. Have a look at this. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's click on it. Arcturian Emissaries of Light. Spiritual technology. Hi, and welcome and to... Arcturian all... Group in London. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings to you from the Arcturians. We come to you with open hearts. Our it mission is a is mission to... of love. <laughs> You're going to read this, then I've got that up. Uh, we are a highly evolved civilization, yeah, and uh, <laughs> we've assisted many planets in their ascension. Like you, you fucking simpletons. <laughs> Our spiritual technology is very advanced, and and we wish to teach you how to heal and ascend your planet and yourselves. 
Yeah, ascend yourselves. No, don't <laughs> accept that you're in the divine image of God. You're, I, I, you I are his ascend, ultimate creation. I don't ascend myself. Am I, am I a staircase or something? What are they talking about? I, I just resent this implication that I need to like ascend and transcend my body. Our technology includes <laughs> visits to our healing chambers on our magnificent starship Athena. We invite you to come to our Arcturian crystal temple in the etheric realm where we've created for you to receive our energy transmissions of love and light and meet many of the ascended masters and much more. I first became aware of the Arcturians through one of David K. Miller's channeled books, The Sacred Triangle, Volume 1. I picked up the book, read one paragraph, and decided I didn't need to read anymore. <laughs> I decided I need to meditate the information. Immediately, the Arcturian Helio R came in through my crown, down into my heart, and started working with me. Oh my God. <laughs> so Jesus I. Christ. So, so I realized I would be working with the Arcturians. I later discovered that I am an Arcturian starseed with a soul connection to Helio R. From then I worked to become a clear channel for the Arcturian energies. As my ability developed, I discovered I could channel the energies of many higher beings, including... Does this Wingardian... lead to Scientology.com? I'm getting, I'm getting really, really weird fucking vibes from this. Wait. I was saying many higher beings, including Wingardium Leviosa, <laughs> etc. Uh, my spiritual journey... Over the last few years, it's been the most rewarding period of my life, and I feel such love and appreciation for the Arcturians, guides and teachers who have supported me, loved me, guided me, and accelerated my growth and evolution. Yeah, guys. Mm, yeah, guys. Mm. So the Arcturian Stargate. <laughs> Tactical really Joy says, I, I hate aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Kill them not, all. Not Kill them all. The Emperor was right. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not space racists just can't stand them. The journey Xenos to must be purged. No, I'm not I'm not space racist, I just think they're insufferable. The journey of the evolution of the soul, which humanity is engaged in, of course, is opening of the heart. To learn to live from the higher intelligence of the heart, instead of being enslaved by the ego mind, as we work to integrate our 5D self... Uh, only working with five dimensions. <laughs> Fucking only working on 3Ds, you pleb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was fi 5D peasant. <laughs> Fucking 3D peasant, Hobbit. Well, I thought we were playing 5D hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, no, no, we're only on 3D. We're not fucking 5D yeah. like this fucker. As we work to integrate our 5D self and light of our soul into our being, our high heart begins to open and activate. We begin to experience <laughs> the higher feelings of unconditional love, man. Peace, acceptance, forgiveness. Except against pigs, because fuck the pigs, man. Ultimately, we Hack achieve out. the enlightenment. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, we achieve the enlightened state. Oh, well, I don't think all criminals are black. That's a bit racist. <laughs> ultimately, we achieve the, the enlightened state of Christ consciousness embodiment where we're free to leave the cycle of earth incarnations and ascend. 
Wingardium Leviosa. Every <laughs> being on their ascension travels to the Arcturian Stargate. It's near Slough. The Arcturians <laughs> are the guardians of the Stargate and work under the direction of Arcade of Metatron. Not to be confused with Transformers, that's Megatron. <laughs> The Arcturian Stargate is a place of unimaginable beauty, even nicer than Centipark. I wish Megatron would find the Arcturian fucking Stargate. <laughs> the Arcturian Stargate is a place of unimaginable beauty, like like the Eden Project in Centipark's times a million billion. <laughs> We all know that the keys to unlocking the codes of ascension lie within the heart. Love is the key. Do you ever feel like you're just going to get roofied and end up in a centre park? Am I going to get bummed from a hippie called Starseed? And just wake up with the smell of lentils? Yeah, in centre parks, mate. Mm. A bench in centre parks. Yeah. Are you killing your kidneys missing? Well, you didn't need those kidneys for where you're going. You need to ascend, bro. You don't need kidneys where you're going. Yeah, bro, why can't you just accept you're living in a different paradigm? There's a paradigm dimensional shift, man. The consciousness energies are evolving. Didn't you realise? You're so dumb. Are you on the sacred triangle yet, Hobbit? I can't be bothered. I really can't, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll go, I'll continue. An important part of our work is planetary healing focused on the UK and creating a city of light in London. Well, fucking good luck with that. to start that. You know, jumping in the deep end there, aren't you, love? We meet one Sunday a month, and it always seems that all the light beings in the universe come to assist, sending in their energy. Send me your energy. Oh, <laughs> that you, Natura, you, know that place, you know that place just smells of just sticks? Just sticks and a faint <laughs> smell of weed. Don't you? You know, that's what oh, it yeah. Send me like. your energy. A bit of nag champa. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that, that's pretty heavy yeah you got some hashish to go with that oh man oh, great yeah. great that's results have been achieved to those who participate <laughs> i bet they have oh, also yeah, received man. much activation and healing for themselves uh stargate oh, crystal groovy. temple right okay so octarians have created for us a spiritual technology we need for ascension we wish to teach us how to heal ourselves and this beautiful planet, the Blue Jewel. They wish to help us to fulfill our soul mission as light workers and star seeds. Their energy transmissions are very powerful. If you could like to learn more and join us in our work, please contact me. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, man. Oh, no. All our meditations, Q&As and teachings now go out live on Zoom. How insufferable that <laughs> Well, at least you so you're saying the, the Arcturians can't even beat COVID? Dad. What fucking yeah. useful are they? What what fucking use are five D aliens, man? Wait, they can't beat fucking COVID. <laughs> yeah, man, the healing, but you have to respect social distancing, man. Arcturians <laughs> <laughs> uh, can heal all except for COVID, man. <laughs> <laughs> So what I'm going to ask you to do is just wear a mask, but when you sit down for meditation, you can take the mask off because that's how the virus works, man. Yeah, groovy. Oh, Here's the yeah. for the young ones. <laughs> yes, on that. Right, so do you want to know how much they charge Wait. you for this? So Wednesdays is a, is a tenner. 
Uh, oh, so it's Wait, mostly oh, so a tenner. It's, it's uh, Saturday, Saturday afternoon is 20. <clears throat> wow. Do they double do bubble. Inkles? It's double bubble on a Saturday. How much for anal? <laughs> <laughs> happy end. You get a happy Extra. ending. <laughs> how, how much to release my seat? Mundane to magicalliving.com. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why can't you just accept the love we all got? Oh, no. You, Do you want the May 2021 newsletter? That we had a very special event in Stonehenge on Ascension Day, May 13th. Is that when they all top themselves then, is it? Is that where they top themselves <laughs> wearing the Nike trainers, is it? No, it's when they vibrate out of existence. Yeah. It's, it's, it's rude to call it suicide these days. They just vibrate out of existence. Oh, dear. Man. And then they went to Shaft. They went, they went on to the Abbey Ruins at Shaftesbury. Have you been there, Hobbit? Yeah, I have. Yeah, so they went from... All right. So they went from Stonehenge. They went to the Abbey Ruins at Shaftesbury. And then Shaftesbury. we then carried on to other pa- other power spots to clear, awaken, and bring through the did Christ they, consciousness flowing through the lines. Did they visit the um like the bit which was the Hovis advert? You know where uh, it goes up that that lane. Uh, no, uh, you know who filmed that. You, you know who directed that, don't you, Ridley Scott? Ridley yeah. Scott, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just so you know, important work's being done on the Joseph Bat Arimathea line. Why is the train not running to work? They put the electrifying it on. The Joseph of Amethyst to Gethsemane line. Well, you know, it's got some leaves on the line, guys. So oh, it's now, connected, important... it's now connected to Glastonbury, so you can get on the Joseph of Arimathea Express to Glastonbury now. Oh, groovy, man. So that goes all the way from Gethsemane to uh, Glastonbury. Yeah, cool, man. The, the, they the must vi- use the Channel Tunnel. Yeah. Also, the Violet Flame has firmly been anchored in Trigora. Is that is that... Is that some sort of like drug talk? Is there is there a big is there a big shipment coming in? Is that what the violent flame has been firmly anchored? I, I, I don't know, man. I don't do that much, Sid. I can't tell you. <laughs> so the violent flame has been firmly anchored in Trigora, Trigora, the Spanish Pyrenees, and is echoing around the planet. You'll be pleased to know, Hobbit. Groovy man. Uh, I'll soon be. I'll soon be spending a lot of time in and around Shaftesbury, which is important as Glastonbury, holding the female aspect of Gaia, Gaia's heart chakra. Yeah, <laughs> cool. It has been said when Glastonbury and Shaftesbury unite, we'll come into Christ consciousness. What the fuck is the Christ consciousness of it? That's well, that's a David Icke thing, isn't it? Uh, the Christ consciousness. Is you it? can just descend and. Uh, you know, you you can become Jesus Christ. We're all Jesus Christ within Christ. the kingdom of heavens within, guys. You can become Jesus Christ. We're oh, all Hobbit, Jesus you're Christ. Gonna, you're going to love the look of this website explaining the uh, the Arcturians. I'm going to put it now. <laughs> oh, boy, I <laughs> love it already. Look at that, Hobbit. What do you think to that website, Hobbit? That, uh, I actually, I, I unironically <laughs> love web <laughs> No, there's a load. There's a load of bullshit in modern webs which doesn't need to exist. And I yeah. like the purity of the old school internet. Yeah, there you go. You know, straight up HTML, maybe a little bit of uh, of animated gifs on it. You know, an under construction sign's always good. Under construction. You don't need more. <laughs> oh yeah, I always I love the websites and they always have the under construction. You know, like some bloke with a pickaxe just like hitting the website. <laughs> It's great, that. 
so those were simpler times. So Edgar Casey, who's Edgar Casey? Oh, uh, our friend. It, yeah, Edgar Casey's turned up a few times before, hasn't he? Yeah. What's he done this time? Oh, uh, he said in his teachings that Arcturus is one of the most advanced civilizations in the galaxy. It is the fifth dimension. It's the fifth dimensional civilization that's a prototype of Earth's future, man. Is like a Casey like a channeler? Is is that how he knows this stuff? Oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> because we came up across Edgar Casey a few episodes ago. Yeah, but I can't remember. I know he's famous, but I don't know why. It's that man on the telly. It's that man on the telly. You know, he's he's on he's on that show. Or what's it called? Oh, he talks Barking about Lemuria, cunt. does he? Lemuria or Moo? Oh, okay. I think that's the kind of stuff he talks about. Uh, Clairvoyant predictions, Atlantis. Yep. Knock, knock. Who's there? An interrupting cow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not finishing it off. No! It just... This is hippie shit. I'm not sure... (laughs) The the Arturians can go fuck themselves. I, I quite like I quite like being vicious and nasty and evil. I can't take this hippie shit. Why can't um, you just accept the love and light into your life? It's, its energy works as emotional, mental, and spiritual healer for humanity. It's also an energy gateway gateway through which humans pass during death and rebirth. It functions as a way station for non-physical consciousness to become accustomed to physicality. Sounds yeah. kind of gay to me. <laughs> uh, you just can't handle the truth, Hemi. It just kind of reminds me of Red Dwarf. What's the fifth dimension? Didn't they get to number one with Baby I Want Your Love? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, dear. So, uh, Interdimensionally said, uh, 1997 returns. Anna Counter, you're the million and first visitor. Alphabet Cat says, and using Netscape over a 56 kilobyte modem on, on dial up. You got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys know what we're on about now. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is based. I'm is glad there a we're counter at the, the bottom? Is there a counter? There isn't a counter on it, is there? No, there isn't. Um, what are these Arcturians are basically hippies. It's basically what I can tell you. Yeah. Arcturian spaceships, starships are the finest in the entire universe. They are propelled by crystals that do not come from the planet, but are from a planet in the Milky Way that has not been discovered by earthly scientists. These crystals have a way of conducting light energy from the great central sun, Hobbit. Hmm. It sounds like some real great science they've got going on there, doesn't it? Uh, the Ar- the Arcturians said they no longer use computers because they long outgrew the need for them. Well, it explains this website then, doesn't it? They have other <laughs> they have other systems that are far more advanced. One section of the starship is a replication of Arcturus. It has the ability to take any crew member back to Arcturus. It is a theric body. This helps to strengthen and rejuvenate crew members who are away from home for long periods of time as they traverse the universes. Oh no. Earth's frequency is very harsh for Arcturus because of their fifth dimensional frequency. Oh no. Uh, they don't eat, but they're able to ingest energy. Arcturians sleep for only a short time once a week, but for them it's a sacred time to soul travel and connect to higher realms of con- 
God, they make you want to puke, don't they? Can you imagine meeting one of these things? You'd be so disappointed, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd be like, oh, fuck. It's like one of those energy things from Star Trek, the original series that fucking captures you and makes you fight someone. Do they like um, like sniffing their farts and yeah. going, like comparing them and yeah. going, oh, yeah, that was that a was good one? <laughs> Tactical they, droid they... says... Conducting light energy. Please do explain how light can be used for propulsion. <laughs> well, it's easy. You shove enough light out the back of the spaceship and it pushes it forward. Propulsion, yeah, hell, exactly. That's how it works. Yeah, Don't you know fucking is... orbital mechanics and yeah. fucking, you know. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, light, the man. program, you yeah, dark. Fucking hell. Do Duh. Duh. Yeah, you know, you know, any time you want to go really fast is you get a load of torches together and strap it to the back of your car. Yeah, yeah that's I what I like to the back of cars for. A cars for. That's why when I'm overtaking at night, I turn the headlights off, so that way I go even faster. <laughs> oh, no. The, an Arcturian ship has a room that strengthens the vibration of all who enter so they're not be overwhelmed by the strongest vibrations of planet Earth. They, <laughs> they kind of sound like pussies, I'm not going to lie. These Arcturians sound like the most nerdy kids in the universe, uh, don't they? Well, every, everything's hurting me. Stop, yeah. <laughs> stop, oh, no, stop it hurting Earth's me. Hurting. It's vibrating too much. Oh. <laughs> There needs to be like some alien bunny race which just shoves them in the locker. <laughs> it's just like that. I think that's what we're here for. We're here to shove them in the locker. I think that's what. I think that's why they can't come to our earth because they know we're the ones that are going to shove them in a locker, don't they? Guys, you don't understand. You need to come to earth and learn some valuable life lessons. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> get in the fucking building. locker. <laughs> it's character in a pussy. Get stuck in a pussy. Get in the locker. <laughs> Stop being a pussy. Get out in the. Get outside. You know, it's yeah. like your mum, innit? It's like yeah. stop being a pussy. Get outside in the rain. Get, get in the. Get in the sea. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's character building. You should go out there. Yeah. What the fuck? There is a vaporizing section section in a starship that can instantly make any person or object disappear. They only use it on a person if he's died. The amazing thing about this machine that is whatever is vaporized can be re-solidified, re-solidified at any time in the future well, just convenient. by checking the ship's records. The more what I mean that how can they have records if they've got no computers on there? You know what this used to sound like? When I was a kid, I used to have these nightmares and it would be based on the neighbor's dog barking. And I was convinced that when the neighbor's dog was barking, it was running up the stairs and it was going to tear me into pieces. And then my dad says, well, if that happened, then how are you here? And I says, well, there's a good dog that puts me back together again. Mm. And so I used to be absolutely paranoid, making sure all the doors and all the windows were, were locked and sealed at night when we go to sleep. Because, you know, I was like, oh, no, the dog's got in again. It's coming up the stairs. And I could actually hear it bounding up the stairs. That was the weird thing about it. Oh, God. Many souls are brought to Arcturian starships during the dream state when they're worked on and helped. Although the Arcturians yeah, never invade a person's free choices, the greys are doing. Yeah, man. We're, we're, not, we're not squares like the greys, you know. <laughs> The Arcturians are here to assist the humans on entering the fourth and fifth dimensions of reality and raising their vibrational frequencies. 
Uh, they no, stand as the guardians and protectors of higher consciousness. What's that? The humans. Yeah, like Zero would say, the humans. The humans. Yeah. What Uma Thurmans? The human oh. beings. So despite the word, despite take, the fact they don't, humans. yeah. Despite the fact they don't like our our um our our vibrations, they're based in it. They're based in every country. Oh, they're not based in any country uh, on the planet, <laughs> <laughs> and in fact have bases all over the universe. They're here to educate humanity. You just can't go outside because it hurts. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they're here to educate humanity, but have had a difficult time dealing with the government and the military, who are primarily interested in military technology, not spiritual enlightenment. They're just trying to harsh <laughs> the guy, their buzz guys. <laughs> just, I just like to think there's some general out there that's just trying to put the Arcturians in a fucking locker or give them a swirly or something. <laughs> just... I fucking need it. Can you imagine meeting one of these things? You'd go, fuck off. <laughs> 20,000 light years to act like a fucking knobhead. <laughs> what am I going to fucking do with that? A fucking crystal. Look at the fucking state of my lawn. <laughs> Look at the fucking state of my house. Fucking weed everywhere. Grey's a sex pest. Tactical Droid said the Greys are more based. I just I just want to see a big war between the Greys and the Arcturians where, where the Greys are just shoving them in you... toilets all over the place. I mean at least for the Greys it's like we come here to anal probe your cows and exsanguinate them. Simple as Morty, 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 I've met an Arcturian that gay as fuck. <laughs> Morty. You're really gay, Marty. Oh, I don't think you can put human values on aliens, Rick. <laughs> but Mo- Mo- Morty, they're so gay, they shouldn't, shouldn't exist, Morty. Oh, they do sound pretty annoying, Morty. Oh, hang on. Wait, which one's the Rick? No, Rick's the... Uh, yeah. Rick. They do sound pretty annoying, Rick, but I don't think we should be interfering with them. We don't know anything about this society. Money, money! I've got one by the scruff of the neck. I need, need to find a toilet quick. <laughs> yeah, this tactical droid says yes, yes. Some American general lusting after the prospect of giving all these guys an atomic wedgie. <laughs> oh, hey guys, we can't go to war if they have they have atomic weapons. Yeah, uh, one of them gave an atomic wedgie and never recovered from it. I'm just lucky I go commando. I just got skid marks in my loons, man. Oh, I don't, I don't think all the Nag Champa and Nepalese temple balls on Earth can fix this, guys. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, these, these are the worst yet. It's like, oh, fuck, just give me a reptilian any day. Just let a fucking reptilian anally rape me rather than meeting one of these fucking things. Jesus Christ. At least with the reptilians, it's like, look, we're here to harvest adrenochrome from your kids. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> I just like the yeah, Arcturians are like, yeah, you're gonna, you, yeah, but yeah, but guys, we we can help you live for thousands of years, even though it'll feel, it'll feel like millions, dude. Well, the Grocklocks are international uh, intergalactic terrorists, which go on the murderous rampage of the galaxy. But at least they're not insufferable twats, which are trying to get us to eat lentils and soybean paste all the time. <laughs> impossible burger. You, you just know that the Arcturians invented the impossible burger. It gave us the technology for the impossible burger, don't you? So is that what it is? Yeah. 
Oh, I understand now. Okay. Why is yeah. it any piece of meat that vibrates in the fourth dimension? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're giving advanced technologies to Earth. First of all, we're going to give you the Impossible Burgers, <laughs> and 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 then we're going to give you Google Stadia, and then we're going to Google Stadia. It's, it's really good, guys. Google Stadia. <laughs> it's, it's like a game controlled by Google, and it's not very good. <laughs> The dude, oh, the dude who, invented, who invented this new game, the EU4. <laughs> you, you guys, you, you thought that was human technology? No, we gave it to you. The iPhone is it's Arcturian technology. We gave it to the, everyone could have access to the internet and share in the Galactic Federation of Light. It's really cool. <laughs> what about the Light Light Federation of the of the galaxy? The People's Judean Friends. Fr <laughs> no, hang on. The Galactic Federation of Terrorists. Yeah. I'm getting confused now. The Galactic Federation of... Um, hold on a sec. The Galactic uh, Federation of... Who visits Earth? It's, who's, it's the Dracos it's mentioned, isn't it? I wasn't racist before I met the Arcturians. The Galactic no, Federation of Worlds, Hobbit, is the other one. Oh, uh, the World's Galactic Federations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So we do, we'll, we'll, finish it, we'll finish off next week. Um, so who have we got? Who have we got left for next week? So we've got the we've got greys, we've got reptilians, yeah, uh... the Pleiadians. Oh, yeah, we got, got like uh, half a dozen different grey varieties. You know, yeah. like it, it's not just Heinz <laughs> tomatoes ketchup. There's also like you know, here, here's one made from green tomatoes. Here's one which is slightly <laughs> chunky. This one's got some chipotle in it. This one's got paprika. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> would you like purple tomato ketchup for Halloween? No? Well, here you go. You've got it anyway. Do you think the Artur Arturians gave us purple tomato ketchup? I think the Arturians gave us the impossible tomato ketchup. <laughs> actually, that, I would like to see that. Like, It's actually made from like blood and uh, beef, but it tastes like tomato ketchup. Like... There needs to be like more food made from meat, which tastes like and looks like vegetables. Arby's have been doing these meat carrots, which I've I've got to try. Nah, you, you know what they did? They they, they gave us corn, didn't they? Mm. Yes, they gave us corn. They did. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> gave us corn and the Impossible Burger. Right. Anyway, so that's it. We're done. Two hours. Night all. What? No Good one night, explains guys. histories. Stays. Do you want? Do you want to do some? We can do some if you want to do some. Well, the unexplained history of how is it I've drunk one pint of cider and feel drunk. Uh, it was strong cider, I suppose. Yeah, that, uh, that Samuel whatever stuff is quite good. Uh, Travis Walton looks like Nick, looks like Nick Fuentes. Who's Travis Walton? Uh, Fire in the Sky, have you seen that one? Oh, the, truck, the trucker that got, um, got abducted by aliens. Oh, I haven't. No. Speak of Nick Fuentes, uh, when Louis met Nick Fuentes, is out now. Yeah, I saw it on. It was on on Sunday. I haven't seen it. Was it? Was it fun? Uh, yeah, it was kind of alright. Was there any points where where Louis Fru was getting annoyed with like when it was like, go on, go on, Bids, say the N word, Bids, say Bids, the N word, Bids and... Beardson told him to fuck off because he wouldn't because he wouldn't stop talking about that one time that Beardson did something that might be construed as a as a Hitler salute. Oh, what the the Roman salute? Yeah. So basically, 
He was like a dog with a bone once he'd seen that. Yeah. Well, fair enough. You know, it's like the guy, the guy said, look, I'm not talking about it. And how many more type variations of I'm not talking about it, do you want to hear? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, it, but, basically. So then Beardson yeah. just goes, said, look, I know where this is going. Fuck off. Yeah, simple as. Yeah, get out of my house. Get off my pro- get off my land. And was it better than Mark Connor? It's like, well, can you go yeah. now? No. Yeah. I'm going to no, stay Beardson here just for It's time to go, pal. Here's your mic back. Fuck off. <laughs> That's basically what he did. Wow, so he handled it better than Mark Collett. A lot better. After all we've been through together. Uh, so do you want to do about scientists create an artificial fish, create artificial fish fish that swim using human heart cells? Not really. No. That sounds like man-made horrors beyond my comprehension. <laughs> <laughs> the synthet- synthetic fish were able to swim, swim around autonomously using the con- contra- contractions of, hum- of the muscle tissue. Oh joy! Mm. Well, I uh, sure the remarkable Frankenstein-esque one. fish were built by a team of scientists from Harvard University using paper, gelatin, and two layers of human cardiac muscle tissue, one on each side. The fish were able to glide through the water on their Why own without any additional source of external. It's abortions, from, from isn't a it? Baby, like yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah, it's from abortions. Uh, incredibly, the fish continued to swim for 108 days. I'm so glad that abortions are being put to good use in making artificial fish. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to eat these fish? Is that the idea behind it? Oh, have you seen this one? Ghost Village, isn't it? Ghost Village emerges from res- Reservoir in Spain. <coughs> okay. Why is it? What's, what's all this stuff they're finding in reservoirs? Well, it's like all these things which were flooded and buried <laughs> over, and now we're finding them again. It's a, uh, bit, it's a bit unusual, isn't it? Uh, in actual fact, however, the entire village had been deliberately submerged in water to create the Alto Lindoso res- Reservoir all the way back in 1992. Now, though, a period of drought has reduced the water level, water level enough to bring this long-forgotten settlement to light, revealing its mar- remarkably well-preserved buildings to a new generation. Looks what am I supposed to think of this? I uh, have no opinion. There we go. Simple as. Oh, Travis no, Walton's done a new documentary, that's why. They mean he looks a bit like Nick Fuentes. Is Travis Walton uh, Nick, right. Nick Fuentes' dad? Isn't there a Russian Nick Fuentes which does the same thing, but he's Russian? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1975, Travis Walton was abducted. So he's doing a new Discovery Plus documentary, Shock Docs, Alien Abduction, Travis Walton. Is set to lift the lid on his chilling experience in more detail than ever before. Is he going to tell you about what they did when they did? But is he going to tell you about the time he, he was abducted by the Arcturians and then done <laughs> fuck off by the Alamals? Um, a billionaire is to venture further in space than anyone else in fifty years. Uh, J- Jared Isaacman and his crew. All right. So he's gone to dump some more, dump some more shit into space, like they did with that Israeli thing where they dropped all the what they called something bears. Mm. Oh, the um, yeah. What was the name of them? The triglycerides? No, Tri-sigons. they're called something bears as well, aren't they? 
Yeah, guys in the chat, why am I talking about that? They're these little microscopic things, and they call them bears, but the name's like Trigon or Tricus. Tardigrades. Tardigrades. That's, that's it. Right. Tardigrades. Well, they call them something bears as well, don't they? Um, yeah, uh, pube bears. What the fuck? Newly discovered crocodile's last meal was a dinosaur, which proves they're absolutely real. Of it. Open the door, get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. Everybody make up a dinosaur. I got this femur, it is real. Now I've invented a new seal. <laughs> Unearthed at a sheep station in Queensland, Australia, the remains which date back 95 million years in your face, Hobbit, belong to a previously known unknown species of crocodile. I feel like every science story is a personal attack against my sanity. <laughs> More impressive still was the discovery of the skeletal remains of a juvenile ornithopod dinosaur inside its stomach, indicating that this, in fact, was the prehistoric crocodile's last meal. Eternally BTFO is me. Yep. Done. Done and dusted. Dum da dum dum dum. Dum da dum. Smart, 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 smart. Uh, what else we got? The Black Death was not as catastrophic as we thought. Stop fucking crying about it. It's not as bad, bad as the Black... It's not as bad as the Holocaust oh. Hobbit. Only a third, a third of humanity survived the Black yeah. Death. But it did result in the end of the feudal period. And well, actually, Hobbit, you're making Renaissance. it up because it was 30 to 50% of the population. Stop being such a fucking massive crybaby. So not two-thirds, 30 to 50%. Yeah. Right, okay. What's the swing in it. <laughs> Still it's, not as bad as the I, Holocaust, I'm, Hobbit. I'm guessing historical revisionism about the Black Death is not illegal. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. Why is that? Why is it that we can do historical revisionism with any event, but there's one event which we can't talk about, and that is, of course, the Madagascan Settlement Plan. <laughs> Madagascan Settlement. Why can't we talk about who the first colonists of Madagascar were mm. and the history of Madagascar? Why is that topic off limits? Maybe that'll be for another episode of 14. Yes. Our last episode, probably. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, guys. I think that's it. We done, ho you done, Hobbit. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm... Let's get this show onto a tree. Nice. Yeah. I like uh, right, so, uh, That's it. Good night, all. Stay night, spooky. Everyone. And if you don't stay spooky, retardy grades, water Harvey's. Embrace Yael or be a. Embra well, embrace the yeah. Arcturians, dudes. Do <laughs> no, Yael. We are all Yael, remember that. Oh, yeah. We're all Yael. I would just like to be said look, if you've been affected by any of the events of this show and it's led you being a bit more cynical, don't be. It, it's not worth it, look. I, I continue to keep an open mind about things. It's just that when we're presented with the evidence, <laughs> it seems a bit suspicious. So, yeah. Well, tonight has been like zero evidence. <laughs> <laughs> tonight has been frustrating. Yeah. I, saw, I used to think aliens were cool until I met the Arcturians. 
We just realised they're Remember, motherfuckers. The God Emperor is right. All Xenos must be purged. <laughs> yeah. The only good alien's a dead alien. Yeah. <laughs> the only the only good Arcturian's a dead Arcturian. The only good Arcturian is a swirlied Arcturian. Swirly the only good Arcturian is in the locker right now. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, right, night all, stay spooky, and if you see an Arcturian, put it in the locker. Give him a dead leg, shove him in the locker. Yeah. <laughs>